everyone how are we doing how are we feeling how's your week been have you been looking after yourself because that is really really important just taking it slow listening to your body and doing what you need um today i'm gonna be kind of talking about i'm gonna just do a very honest chatty podcast episode today which i feel like i need to do more of because on on the podcast i'm very honest and i don't try to you know on instagram and social media and everything when people show like the best version of their life I try to avoid that on social media and on this podcast and everything like that. I don't just show the highlights. I show the good bits and the bad bits and my struggles and my successes and everything like that. Because I think that is just so important to show both sides, especially when I'm talking about chronic illness and sharing awareness for this. Because if I just showed the good bits, if I showed you the days when I can get to school, when I go out to meet friends, when I do all this different stuff, then it will seem like my chronic illness isn't a bad thing and people won't really listen and think, oh, hey, maybe this is serious. And people with it will, will think they're failing or something. So I show the bad bits too. I show when I can't get to school, when I'm literally like crying because I'm so tired and ill and feeling just rubbish, when I can't manage to read, when I can't manage to do anything. And I show those parts because I think they're important to show and just I kind of show the normal life you know I don't just show when I'm doing my best most exciting things in life I show when I'm sitting on the sofa watching Christmas movies I show when I like today was Remembrance Sunday I couldn't go up to a in-person service because I couldn't stand that long I couldn't walk there and back and everything so I watched it from home I watched it on TV and I shared that because that's normal that is just realistic for me isn't it and so I kind of like to show that and today, um, and so I show that, but normally I try to show how I survive it as well. So on, at least on my podcast, I find that I try to share advice as well as support. Um, and today that isn't really going to be the case. I'm not really sure how to give advice for this because, well, I'm struggling with it myself. Like it's a real life thing going on right now. And that kind of means that I'm just going to be sharing my experience. I want to show that, you know, other people who might be going through it now or in the future aren't alone with it. And that's kind of the reality of A-levels because I'm currently going through A-levels. If you're not from Britain and don't do A-levels, um, they're basically the, they're one of the education, educational routes you can go to when you're 16 to 18. And it's just like another, it's just like the next step of education if you want to go through that route. Um... So that's kind of what it is and they're just like quite they're just like hard it's a, it's a hard version of school but it's not but it is and it's just a bit complicated basically it's it's still in school and it's just the school system you go through when you're 16 to 18 if you choose to go that way or you go to college or do an apprenticeship but, but you know you've got to have one of the options so yeah that's what I'm currently doing I'm doing a levels um and they are scary and they're scary for everyone and add a chronic illness on top and it's it's quite hard to manage so I just kind of want to talk about what is going on right now with them because I feel like I try to avoid going into detail about my how my A-levels are going because honestly I'm struggling a bit I am and I don't think that's something I should be ashamed of or hide because I'm trying my best and I'm pushing through and I keep going at it even though I'm struggling even though I've got a chronic illness and I have a disadvantage from other people who are healthy so I'm just going to talk about that and what it's kind of like and everything like that. And there isn't going to be a huge amount of advice in this because I don't know what to do. But I kind of like to treat this podcast as um as a bit of a diary and journal and documenting what's going on in my life with my current fatigue and everything at this moment. 
and it's you know if I want to come back to it then it's here it's you know documented and it's a way for me to look back and say oh this is what point I was at with my current fatigue and everything but it's also for other people who are going through the same sort of thing that you can listen and be like oh maybe I'm not so alone in this and even if I don't have advice they can you know get the idea that they're not alone and that's really what I'm here about I'm just here to bring support and everything so maybe someone in the future or now will relate to this and be like hey you know I don't know what I'm gonna do I don't know how to fix it but at least I'm not alone in it at least I'm not the first person to struggle like this and that's kind of what I'm thinking it could help so that's what we're gonna do today Okay everyone, hi, welcome, welcome, welcome. So if you've never heard my voice before, then hi, I'm Millie, here I post here every Wednesday with a brand new podcast episode, and I just chat about life with chronic illness, specifically chronic fatigue syndrome, as that's the chronic illness I have. However, I cover a wide range of topics, so even if you don't have chronic fatigue syndrome and you have a different chronic illness, I'm sure you can relate in some way. And I do this just to bring support for other suffering and awareness in general because there is nowhere near enough media coverage and enough known about these chronic illnesses And I just want to kind of do my part and do what I can to bring awareness and show others that we're not alone in this because that's how I used to feel before I found this amazing community online. And if you don't know what chronic fatigue syndrome is, it's a chronic illness which results in extreme long-lasting fatigue and tiredness along with many, many other symptoms such as brain fog, nausea, dizziness, light and sound sensitivity, muscle and joint pain and many others which I can't think of off the top of my head but there's so many more and it ranges from person to person and um you know it it, the severity of these illnesses can range and some people can be bed bound and housebound and not be able to work and everything like that and then you know people like me who I can go to school I can meet up with friends sometimes but it um it affects my life it you know I, I can't do everything during school term and like when I'm at school I can't really meet up with friends I can meet up with friends on holidays weekends and my rest times I can't really manage a lot basically um, and even in school, I'm in and out of school and I have to, um, I have to really prioritise what I do because my energy is just completely gone all the time and it is so much more than just being tired. So it ranges from person to person and, um, it's way more than being tired, as I said. So that's kind of what I like to do, just bring awareness and support and I hope you guys will join on of this episode of The Tired Society. Right, first of all, I'd just like to say, for this episode, I'm not looking for sympathy, I'm not looking to, like, make people feel sorry for me or anything like that, because I I really just don't need it, you know? It's my life, I'm managing, and that's not why I'm here, I'm here to just kind of show others they're not alone, and kind of just bring awareness and everything, so I'm not looking for sympathy, please don't think that. Um, So that's kind of why I'm here, and what I'm going to be sharing is quite real stuff, you know? It's what I'm struggling with with A-levels, um... And it's just going to be kind of my perspective of how A-levels have been for me because they have been, they are currently just really, really hard to manage and everything. And so um, I just want to share this, but it's nothing like looking for sympathy or anything like that. And I just want to make that clear right from the start. So yeah, the reality of A-levels with chronic illness, chronic fatigue syndrome especially, um, as that's what I suffer with, it's just, it is, it's just a constant battle and there's never... A pause there's never a moment where I'm like okay I've I'm good I'm like you know I'm managing this I'm on top of it like it's never like that there's always something to do and I just don't have right my problem is I don't have enough I don't have enough energy 
to do this properly like I'm not at the same standards as everyone else and A-levels are really hard like everyone who goes through them says oh yeah they're hard um they're hard to manage they're hard to cope with and um there's a lot to do and I don't have the energy to do it and I'm going to kind of get onto that later but it's even like I just struggle to make it to class and then there's a whole cycle of if I don't make it to class then I'm behind on work and if I'm behind on work then I have to catch up but I don't have enough energy to do any of that and that's currently the cycle I'm in right now and it's really hard to manage and I'm just currently constantly in and out of school you know tomorrow tomorrow's Monday and I'm in last lesson because my school only has three lessons a day um so I've got two frees in the morning, which means I don't have to come in. So I'm only in for the afternoon, and then Tuesday I'm in um, all morning, and then I'm home in the afternoon. Wednesday I'm, you know, it's just that sort of thing, isn't it? I'm in and out of school, and then even then, that's at full timetable. I might not even, on Tuesday, I'm meant to be in all morning. I might come in second and then go home at lunch, and all this different stuff. I might not be able to make it in for class all the time. And that's a really hard thing to manage as well, because then, as I said, you miss class, then you have to catch up. And it's not the sort of thing of, oh, I didn't make it in. Who cares? I'll just be in the next one. No, if I miss it, then I've got to catch up before I can do the next one, which then puts stress on me. And I'm like, oh, but I can't do this lesson yet because I'm not actually caught up. And it's, it's stressful. Um, and it's like I'm always behind. Right now, I've got, I believe I've got three English homeworks, three film homeworks, and two criminology homeworks, and then three criminology write-ups to do as well. And that's not even counting all the um, catch-up work I've got to do as well. And you've got to do revision on top of that. And I'm so behind on everything. And my problem is that it is hard for people who are healthy and then there's me who has less energy which means I don't have enough energy in a day to manage it all so then I can't and I often find if I don't manage what I what I have to do at the weekend then it's very unlikely I'll get it done during the week because during the week I'm trying to manage class and getting into class so I don't fall further behind and then weekends for homework and so it's quite hard to manage and then if I have to do homework during the week it kind of wrecks my energy as well and everything like that and then with A-levels, it's quite stressful and so you want to have a break, you want to be able to manage other stuff. And so social life is where most people relax and everything and I struggle with that because even being social is very exhausting and very tiring and it's it's hard to manage, you know. And so, um, yeah, I I can't really meet up with people on the weekends and if I do then I will be exhausted next week as well like my weekend is simply for resting and homework and like catch-up work basically but majority of it is resting so that is kind of recovering from last week and preparing for next week and I need all the energy I can get and so if I do meet up on the weekend then it's going to be hard on hard on my health um, and then it's in school as well, it's socialising within school, it's exhausting, like I love talking to people, I love talking to my friends and everything like that, but it is exhausting and that's one thing that was good, not good about the pandemic because the pandemic is so bad and you know all these people dying is horrible, but not having to be in school and doing school from doing school online and everything it was so helpful for me with my chronic fatigue because I didn't have to be you know we weren't in person I didn't have to socialize at break and lunch I could literally just open my laptop join the class do the work close it and go to sleep like it was that simple um and so that really helped because it was like I wouldn't have to worry about socializing and all my socializing was done online 
And everyone found that normal. Like, everyone was okay with it. You know, there was no one saying, oh, let's meet up at the weekend. Everyone was like, hey, do you want to FaceTime? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. And it's so much more manageable. Um, and yeah, and it's it's crazy that it's so hard to... It's just hard to manage everything. Um, and then the next thing that I've been struggling with is... And it's the reality of being chronically ill with A-levels is that my doctor and my school have been suggesting and my family have been suggesting that I drop an A-level. And so if you don't know what A-levels um, are in general, you take three A-levels. Most people take three A-levels. Some people take four, but three is kind of what most people take. Um, and A-levels are used to get to university, which is then the next step of education or to get jobs as well. But um, you can use them to get into uni as well. Um, so yeah, they're for jobs and uni. So basically they're quite important. Um, and so dropping an A-level for, I don't know how it would affect me in careers if I didn't go to uni, but for uni, you're meant to have three A-levels to get in, um, like three good A-levels to get in, which then means if I drop a subject, I will have to either do an extra year at uni, like I'll have to join at a foundation level, get my foundation level to a good standard, and then I can go on to do the actual uni course I want to do. Or I would have to stay an extra year at the high school I'm at, which I'm not sure is an option because you have to check with the head um, teacher and everything. So I think my current option would be doing an extra year at uni. Um, and that I'm kind of mixed on because if I drop a subject and I commit, I, that means I've kind of got to commit to doing that first extra year of uni. And that means I've got to get into a uni that's willing to do that and everything. And it's just a bit of, it's a bit of an extra stress knowing that I kind of have to rely on the uni to um, let me do this extra year and trust that I can get my grades up and everything like that. And it's just a bit more of a stressful thing than I wanted. I mean, it's already hard enough with a chronic illness. Um, and it's just a bit hard because either I will struggle with my free A, lev free A levels getting into uni or I'll struggle with two A-levels getting into uni and then having to do an extra one. It's just all a bit confusing and I'm not going to go into too much more detail on that because um, I think I'll get myself confused about the whole thing. But yeah, it's just I don't want to drop a subject and realistically, I know it's the right choice. Realistically, I know it's what will help me currently. But currently is now, but then in the future, what about then? Like, it will help me getting through my A-levels. It will help me manage my my time and my energy right now and my health. But in the future, what will it do? Will it mean I can get into uni? Will it mean I can get the job I want? It does all this different stuff, you know. What effect will it have on, in, on my future and everything like that? And that's kind of where I um, don't want to drop it because I don't know how it will affect me. Um, which is then a problem because it's affecting my health and it's making me feel rubbish and it's kind of probably making my A-levels struggle as well. So it's a bit confusing. And I'd just like to say here that um, if you want to give me advice, that'd be absolutely amazing. But also I've probably thought of it already. Like I, I do tend to think of all the options and I tend to balance them out and everything like that. And I will come to the right decision in the end. I just um, sometimes am very stubborn and refuse to do it. Also, part of the reason I don't want to drop a subject is because I dropped um, three GCSE subjects. And I remember the first one I dropped, it wasn't too bad. And then I went to a doctor's appointment, which I thought, I just I just remember, I thought it was going to be absolutely fine. And she was just going to tell me, you know, keep doing what you're doing, it's absolutely fine. And she told me that I have to drop two subjects. And I was so, 
I was so, it was just so unexpected. And I just remember how quickly my heart dropped. And I remember I went back to school. Um, well, actually, when I remember when I left the doctor's room, I literally just started crying because I didn't, I just did not want to drop another subject. And I went back to school and I went back and sat in my history classroom in the lesson I was meant to be in. And I basically just started crying, crying next to my friend. And then I saw a teacher, one of my favourite teachers in the hallway that same day. And I just basically started crying. And she was like, Millie, are you okay? And I was like, no. Um, I explained the whole thing. But I just remember how upset I was. And that was only a GCSE. And I thought it was, like, a really big deal. In the end, it didn't make too much difference. But um, that was different because GCSEs aren't as important as A-levels and all this different stuff. And I'm t talking talking about A-levels way too much. Well, I'm talking about this specific thing way too much, so I'm very sorry for that. It's just a bit stressful, you know. Um, it'll be funny in the future to look back on this episode and be like, <laughs> I was so stressed and everything worked out fine, um, hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully it works out all right. Um... But I know future me will be laughing at myself, current my current self being so stressed about this. Um, so yeah. Um, and it's just A levels A levels are kind of a constant reminder that I'm ill. Because I see, you know, I've got um two of my close friends, they're like, Oh yeah, I've got nothing to do. I've got I'm literally on top of everything and I'm like, I wish I was. Um, and it's like one of my friends keeps saying, Oh, we should meet up, we should go and do this and this and this and I'm like, I can't. I physically can't, I, all my energy has to go towards school right now, I'm so behind on everything, um, and it's just kind of like a reminder that they're able to do all this stuff, and I'm kind of struggling, and I'm kind of, it's like I'm at, you know, like marathon or something, and I'm the one at the back struggling to finish the race, um, and you know, all of the, like, A-levels in general, the reality of A-levels is it's making my health worse, because I am so overwhelmed, I've got so much to do, and I don't have enough energy or like my health is not good enough to manage it all which is really really hard and like I said at the start I've kind of got into this cycle of going to class doing the homework overdoing it missing class then having to catch up on work overdoing it then and being too ill to go to class and the whole thing starts again of not being able to go to class um getting behind on everything having to catch up and then getting too ill before I'm catching up to attend class and it just keeps going around on this same cycle and it's like it's no good because I'm behind so much that I have to catch up and I can't catch up without getting ill. And I basically just need the whole world to pause for a good few days so I can sleep, just completely rest and recharge and everything because my body needs it so much. It does very little, but it still does more than like it, it would be good to just have nothing to do for like a week and get to just completely stop oh my god I would love that um and just to be able to get my work done I'd love to be able to sleep and rest and get my work done and be completely caught up and then press play on the world again and be you know at somewhat of a good standard of my health be able to go to class again and not be behind and oh my god it would just feel so good because right now I felt this last year and it's kind of come back. It didn't happen for a while and now it's kind of come back. But it's just kind of feeling like I'm underwater in a weird way. Like I can't breathe properly because I've just got so much to do. And it's not in a bad... Like, you know, I don't feel upset or like anything like that. I'm kind of... I'm like mentally, I'm doing pretty good. 
but it's just kind of overwhelming with everything I've got to do and I can't do it all and it's annoying because I want to do it and I can't do it and that's what's frustrating honestly I think that's the main problem with eight levels is I want to do all this stuff and I can't and I've accidentally kind of signed up to do free extra curricular stuff um for school and I've realized now how currently I don't even have enough energy to do my own schoolwork and now I'm doing extra stuff so I'm doing charity committee I'm doing buddy mentoring which is like you you get assigned a buddy in school and you've got to kind of just be their mentor and just talk to them and stuff like that um which is kind of cool and then I'm also signed up for this mental health party thing where you kind of um I'm not sure yet, it's not started yet, it was started in December, but I signed up for it, and it's this whole thing of, um, just kind of supporting mental health in school, and I've accidentally, I've like, not accidentally, obviously, I want to do it all, but I've kind of realised too late how much I've done, and I'm like, ah, what am I gonna do now, you know, it's just gonna be a stressful time really, isn't it, and it's just absolutely crazy with being in and out of school and always being behind and just struggling in general to make it all work and fit in and slot into place and I'm just like how am I gonna do this it's just a bit crazy isn't it um but yeah also something that is cool something that is pretty cool um I did a I now can ride a moped I'm like actually allowed to ride a moped on the road and everything and so I did my test last Wednesday, which was really, really cool. Um, I think I talked about it and how I was worried because, you know, I'm going on the road on a vehicle with two wheels and no metal box around it. But actually, it was really fun. Um, I did make a few mistakes, but that's normal, isn't it? It's expected because it was my, what, second time on a moped. I was like, you know what, fair enough. And I did really well, I think. I went round and roundabout, which was crazy. Um... And I stopped at traffic lights, I signalled with like my indicators, I, I, you know, turned, I went on roads, I went past cars, everything like that. It was really, really cool. Really scary, but really cool. Um, and everything like that. And so then yesterday, um, my dad and me went just around my town just to get me used to it and again, um, without being in the exam and everything. So we just went around my town. I went up to my high school so that I can drive there. And I went to the park and I went to the town and everything like that just to kind of get a feel of it and learn the ways of the roads in my town so I can know um, kind of just how it goes because there are a few traffic light areas and everything like that in my town that I'm like not 100% sure how they work so he just went round them with me and it was actually really fun so I'm going to be able to drive to school which is kind of cool um, which will really help actually won't it so that's going to be good That was that's a positive exciting thing I don't want to end on a bad note but yeah and um I I can't just before I filmed this episode I was just sat on my bed getting really stressed about schoolwork I was trying to understand what I was doing and I was just so confused and I couldn't understand and I was just like you know what screw this right now I'm gonna go record my podcast episode and I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do after this after this I'm gonna go put I've recently started Desperate Housewives um I thought Desperate Housewives was a bit like the Kardashians a bit like keeping up with the Kardashians that show I thought it was a bit more like that but it's not it's an actual tv show with a plot and everything which is really cool um so i'm really loving that and so i'm gonna go watch some of that i'm gonna put a face mask on i'm gonna go for a shower and then i'm gonna get into my primark snuggy thingy like the big dressing gown hoodie thing which is so comfy i'm gonna get in my pajamas and i'm gonna go 
um, make a hot chocolate, get a cookie, and I've got Strictly tonight, I've got Doctor Who, I've got, it's a good day, and so I'm just gonna go relax and rest, and my schoolwork can wait till tomorrow now, I've done some already today, I need to rest, I need to not stress, and that's what I'm gonna do, and I recommend you go do a very similar thing, go relax, go look after yourself, pause whatever stressful thing you've got going on in your mind, and let it be for tonight, or today, whatever, every time you're listening to this, you know, um, and go look after yourself, because sometimes it's what you need to do, isn't it, so that's what I'm gonna go do, I'm gonna go find a face mask, have a shower, get a hot chocolate, and watch some good old TV, and I might read a bit of my book as well, which is kind of pretty good, it's, it sounds like really a good evening, so hopefully I can relax, de-stress, get all of that school stress out my head now that I've ranted on here <laughs> um and yeah maybe someone can relate to it if you can know that you're not alone I don't know how to fix it I don't know how to survive A levels currently I don't know what the cure is but know you're not alone yeah we're not alone in this there's always 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 going to be someone else going through a similar thing so don't feel like you're alone um yeah Okay, thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope you did enjoy. Um, and I'm back here every Wednesday with a brand new episode. And if you ever have any podcast episodes, ideas, DM me on Instagram at chronicfatigue underscore Millie. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Tired Society. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.